Hey guys, I'm Tamara Melton. And I'm Deanna Bellany. We are the co-founders of Diversify Dietetics, a nonprofit community dedicated to increasing the racial and ethnic diversity in the field of nutrition and dietetics. Welcome to Feed Me the Facts. Hey y'all, Deanna here. If you flash back about a year ago, Diversified Dietetics was launching the pilot program of our first mentor program, which was really exciting. This was something that when we created Diversify, we knew we wanted to have a mentor program. We saw that the research was there. We really knew that students and professionals that were connected to a mentor, especially one who understood the barriers to whatever the field that they're in, was really a key to achieving success and really growing a network and excelling in the profession. And so we launched it about a year ago, as I mentioned, and our program was a little bit different because one, it was virtual. So it wasn't a guarantee that the mentor or the mentee that you were matched with was going to live in your city. We tried as hard as possible to get people to match close, but it, it wasn't guaranteed. It required a time frame. So it was um, starting in October and then ending in May. So it kind of started at the um, in the fall and ended in the spring semester around the academic calendar year. And we required a contract. So we had people really sit down and think about what they wanted to get out of it and and meet certain guidelines like meeting once a month and making sure that they were staying open and confidential. And um, so we thought that those three things would really help facilitate success and make it accessible for all that wanted to participate. And, And honestly, it didn't work out for everyone. It was some challenges that people ran into with communication or with kind of just being able to meet consistently. And that's completely understandable. And I think we learned a lot of great lessons in our first year. Uh, But for some people, it did work out. And so we ended up having 70 mentors sign up and 70 mentees. Um, And so great turnout. I'm so excited for everyone that was able to participate in that. Um, But we're talking today with one of the mentees, Dara Matos. Dara reached out and explained the experience she was having in our mentor program. And I was like, we need to get this on the podcast. I think people would really benefit from hearing your perspective and learning about what makes a good mentee, what makes a good mentor. She was paired with Ashley Lenars Gaffer, who I'm actually speaking with at Fincy this year. So Ashley and I are talking about mentoring as a way to diversify the profession. We talk on Tuesday, so if you're staying, I know it's the last day, if you're staying at Fincy till Tuesday, come check us out. It's the first session in the morning. Um, But I'm excited to talk to Dar, and she has some really great insights in, of course, being a student, but also being a quote-unquote non-traditional student. Dara is a distance learner as well, um, and she has a family. I'm really excited to get the opportunity to talk to her and for her to be on the podcast. A little bit more about her, she goes to the University of Alabama where she is completing her undergraduate and her graduate degree in food and nutrition. She's a first-generation college student and credits her hard work ethic to her single mother's example of perseverance in moving to America from the Philippines to make a better life for their family. Dara is also a spouse to a Mexican-American military service member and a mother of one. Coming from an immigrant background, she understands the importance of the awareness of cultural differences in dietetic practitioners. Dara aspires to become part of the change in creating a more diverse dietetics field. Stay tuned at the end of the episode. I'll talk a little bit more about what we have in store for year two of our mentor program 
and what you can look forward to. Let's get into the episode. Dara, welcome to the podcast. It's so great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So we are talking today about um, being a mentor, mentoring in general, but specifically from the perspective um, of the mentee or the person who is receiving the mentorship. So we're going to kick things off just super casual. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, hi, everyone. My <laughs> name is Dara Matos. I am a dietetic student at the University of Alabama's Distance DPD. I'm also a graduate student in their accelerated master's program in human nutrition with a concentration in clinical nutrition. Additionally, I am a military spouse and a mom of one. Awesome. That's so amazing. How old is your, um, you have a son? Yes. Okay, how old is uh, his name is Liam. He's five years old and just super fun to be around. <laughs> That's awesome. So what made you interested in the field of dietetics? Um, you said that you were a student, but I guess where are you on your pathway and um, what are you kind of hoping to do in the future? Okay, well, all of my life I have always loved food. If you ever, if you were to ever ask my closest friends and family, they would definitely agree. But I never knew that you could be, you could be a, a professional in food and nutrition. So um, I didn't really know about it until I actually became a mom. My son was mm. born prematurely so I learned a lot about nutrition he had feeding sensitivities or food sensitivities food aversions uh just you name it he had it all (laughs) he was on a feeding tube for a while in the NICU so I just I learned so much more becoming a mother to him so um I always credit that time of my life as finally figuring out oh that's that's my thing that's what I'm passionate about I like nutrition yeah (laughs) so yeah, and then right now I'm actually in the University of Alabama's Distance DPD. I was at a different university before, but because of my husband's military career and some last-minute duty duty orders changing, I had to find a distance program. So that's what I'm currently doing. I'm in my undergrad right now, and I should be done in about four more semesters, which is kind of crazy to think about it. Yeah. But yeah, four more semesters, and then I'm done. That's and, awesome. Um, I'm also working on my graduate degree at the same time. It's an accelerated program. So I'm able to get some of my graduate credits done while I'm doing my undergrad credits as well. That's awesome. So you'll have your DPD and your, I guess, almost close to your master's by the end of those four semesters, right? Yes. So essentially by the time I'm done with my undergrad, I will be halfway done with my graduate degree. Wow. That's amazing. And that's yeah. also through the same, or who's the accelerated master's program through? Both of them are through the University of Alabama. Okay. Very and, cool. Um, as far as my future career as a dietitian, I definitely want to work clinically, and that's why I chose a clinical concentration for my graduate program. But I do know I would like to work within the military community, um, maybe working at a naval hospital or a VA because I have a special place in my heart for this community that I'm a part of now as a spouse. And I'd like to be able to provide quality care to service members and their families. That's awesome, yeah. So for those who don't know, Dara is a part of the Diversified Dietetics Mentoring Program. So when you, I guess, found out about our mentoring program, what were you looking for in a mentor and what made you decide that like now was the right time to to join the program or to find one or uh, to take those steps? So during the time that I signed up for the mentor program, we had just moved to a new duty station. So I was essentially starting over in terms of networking and adjusting to a new school and a new city and a new place. 
because online classes are so much more different than in person, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a perfect opportunity for me because my mentor has been able to guide me in terms of short-term and long-term goal setting, offer advice on resume building, and also um, help me with my graduate school application. It was just right around the time that I was working on my application and writing my statement of purpose and working on my resume and trying to be able to put on paper all the things that I have experienced and done as my in my career as a student, as a professional, um, previous professional in a different healthcare setting. Wow, that's awesome. So can you tell us just a little bit more about your mentor? What's her name? Um, what does she do? And what do you think made your mentoring relationship so successful? You talked about some of the things that you were looking for, but um, how were you two able to kind of set those goals and make things happen? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, my mentor is Miss Ashley Lenar Scaffer. Mm-hmm. She is a registered dietitian as well as a professor at the University of Arizona, which is also known as U of A, and my school is called UA. So <laughs> the battle talk, of the UAs. We always, yeah, we always have to make sure where she's saying U of A and I'm saying UA. <laughs> but um, additionally, she is part of the admissions advising committee that coordinates their school's ISPE. DI, so she truly understands what internships are generally looking for in potential students. And to, due to this fact, she was especially instrumental in advising me throughout my graduate admissions process of making a statement of purpose and a resume. Um, she was actually the first person who defined the term non-traditional student to me. Mm. Had, yeah, so I had never heard of that term before, and it was nice to learn more about it from a professional's perspective. My previous experience as an on-campus student made me feel like I didn't really fit into the student category because although I'm a student, I'm also a mom and a wife, which means I have other responsibilities and experiences than the typical college student. But she really explained the strengths of being a non-traditional student, which helped me figure out how to better write my statement of purpose and, you know, better, better sell myself in terms of, you know, this is why I want to be in this program. This is all these things help me become who I am today. And this is why this program is right for me. Yeah. And definitely as a a non-traditional student, like you, you come in with so many different strengths that traditional students don't have. So that's really cool that she was able to kind of um, give you that definition and, and help you play to what the strengths that you already had. Yes. And also um, goal settings, she was able to guide me and teach me how to make realistic and attainable goals. When we did a meeting about goal setting, we made sure they were realistic. Um, and since then, I've been able to go back to my goals and kind of gauge to see if I'm on the right track and if I'm ready to add more or do more, which is really nice because it keeps me from comparing myself to what other students are doing and mm. focusing instead on my own growth as a student. I think that with a dietetics major, Everyone is always saying, like, it's highly competitive, mm-hmm. which is good because that just means that we are a group of go-getters and, you know, really, like, hardworking people. Right. But I, I think that it also discourages some students and makes them feel like they're not doing enough. Interesting. Yeah. So, yes. So goal setting has really helped me just focusing on what I'm doing in terms of my own life and my own academic career. That's amazing. So... I guess I'm going to, I have just another question about the goal. So how did you 
I guess, how did you guys approach? Like, did you start have a certain number that you had to set? Because I know that sometimes, you know, in this field, it can feel like we want to do so many different things. There's just so many different avenues. So can you tell us a little bit more about um, maybe a few of the goals that you set and yeah, like how, how the process went on setting those goals together? Yeah, sure. So we, she had brought up like, oh, we should do a meeting about goal setting. And I said, yeah, that actually sounds interesting. I don't really know what that meeting would mean like to me in my head I'm like I don't know what it would entail but yeah I'm for it (laughs) um so she was the one that kind of guided that and um, we set it and we got together so my my first goal was at that that point I was still applying for graduate school so I was my or my goal was to stay on track with my my grades keep consistent consistently good grades and um work on my graduate school application Mm. And then the third goal was to do a networking opportunity, like at least just one yeah, to get myself out there because I was still new to the area. So I think that was back in last September of 2018. So December, November of 2018, we got together and she was like, how's it going? And I told her, I was like, you know, I'm doing two, I'm doing good on two out of the three goals just some personal stuff happened in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had lost someone in our, my family, so it was a little bit of trying to juggle school life, mom life, and grief at the same time. Oh. So that that kind of like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on the two that are really important right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we pushed the other goal, the networking goal, for this last spring semester. And so that it was good in that sense to be able to gauge, okay, where am I at? What, what, what am I meeting? What, what can I do? What can I add more onto? So I I felt good because I was like two out of three. That's really good. Yeah. That's absolutely great. (laughs) I I felt accomplished. I said, you know, as, as long as I could do at least two out of three, I'm good. And then, so this past spring, um, we had made goals for me again. So it was go to at least one networking opportunity. The next goal was, find volunteer opportunities that I could do that help relate or help the community, but also relate to my major. Mm. And again, stay consistent with school because that's always the priority. I feel like sometimes we see other students doing more and doing this, but really the priority still is making sure you're passing your classes. (laughs) So that was one of those, my three goals. I think each time it's always been three goals which I think is realistic and just attainable for me. And I was able to meet all three of those. Congrats. That's crazy. That's so nice. That's that's yeah. really great that you had her kind of steering that for you, um, like making sure that, like you said, it stayed smart goals, quote unquote, stayed specific and attainable and like had timeframes that you guys worked within as well. So I'm, I'm glad. For our mentor program, we for those that don't know, provide some resources for mentors and mentees. And one of those things is a goal setting worksheet. If you don't have someone, you know, like Ashley that can kind of guide you through that process, you can use it um, for yourself or it can be kind of a conversation started to have with a mentor. So I'm so glad that you guys were able to kind of use those resources or even if it was just from her, her knowledge of being an awesome mentor herself and, and um, make use of it for um, advancing your career. That's amazing. So... 
starting a virtual mentoring relationship like our mentor program is, um, Ashley, like you said, is in Arizona, or any mentoring relationship, I'm sure people can kind of, um, if they've had experiences, maybe reaching out to someone or that they didn't know, or you start out as strangers or just acquaintances, and you're looking to kind of build a relationship, it can be a little awkward and a little weird and, and, and be hard to kind of form that relationship. So how were you able to get past that beginning stage of starting out the relationship and the barriers that came with being in different cities and being virtual? Well, I'm not going to lie. At first, I was nervous. I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know what was going to happen, what, what to expect. But we set a video conference on Zoom. And, um, yeah, we just, the moment that we got to talking, everything was so natural. Ashley is actually an advisor right now. So she has advised students in the past. And she just has this way of making you feel comfortable. Like, she, she just meets you where you're at. Yeah. Um, which is really nice. From the beginning, she has made it very clear that she'd like me to reach out to her. If I ever had any questions related to the dietetics profession, she, because I know that Diversify Dietetics, in one of, I believe it was the the contract that we had in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, it said like, a, hopefully to meet at least once a month. Yeah. Um, but she had made it very clear, if you need me more than a month or once a month, contact me, let me know, I'm here for you. So I thought that was really nice, and I was so appreciative of that because there were actually times where I needed more help yeah. than just once a month. That's <laughs> especially, awesome. Yeah, especially during the time that I was applying for grad school. I, You know, there was a moment there where one of my letter recommenders that were going to write me a letter of recommendation um, wasn't answering anymore, and I was like, well, oh, wow. I don't know what to do. What do I, was, I asked her, I was like, what do I do? How can I... She just guided me. She helped calm me down. She was like, okay, well, let's figure this out. If they can't, they're not answering, maybe something happened. And for whatever reason, they couldn't write me a lot of recommendation anymore. It was just nice to have her there, her support and encouragement. Yeah, how traumatic. My gosh, in the middle of your application process for them to just like ghost you out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was. I have no hard feelings at all. I know that every person that writes a lot of recommendation they're taking the time and commitment to um out of their own good good heart (laughs) to write someone a lot of recommendations so i have no hard feelings at all i just for me as a student i was already on a deadline and i had had to meet these deadlines and just out of nowhere they 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 stopped answering um, my emails but everything's good now everything turned out great and she actually actually wrote me a lot of recommendation even though i think that point she only knew me for about three months so we had like four meetings (laughs) yeah but that's awesome I mean that kind of speaks to a like the relationship that you guys were able to build for her to feel comfortable to write you the letter but also for you to feel comfortable to kind of lean on her and ask for help in that moment um that so that's amazing that's it that's I'm so glad that that was able to to work out for you yeah and I'm so thankful I just I'm so appreciative (laughs) so you you talked a little bit about um, I guess the timing and um, staying in contact and how you know Ashley was able to, to tell you if, if you needed more time than just once a month. But kind of looking back at the logistics of your relationship, again, you know, with virtual relationships, it can be hard to stay in contact with so many things in life happening, like you applying, you know, you both have children. So did you like maintain Skype calls? Was it easier to do like emails, regular calls? How are you guys or how did you approach kind of keeping in contact and how often Outside of, I guess, those high-stress times, were you realistically able to kind of um, maintain conversation or maintain um, the relationship? 
So as soon as I got the email that the program started, I actually reached out to her right away, um, and she responded just as quickly. So we didn't waste any time nice. in getting a relationship established. Some goals that I had were to stay on track with communication consistent. So we got we met on um, Zoom and we we got on video conference and I think we were both just on the same page. Okay, once a month we'll meet. Okay. If she, if I needed her more, or if she even needed me, because um she's also doing they're trying in the process of doing a distance learning program as well. Mm. So she was she's been able to glean on me and ask me questions about my experience as a distance learning student and what can make a program better and what, you know, it all entails. So we we met at least once a month, but there are many times that we met maybe two or three other times in the month. Yeah, and I think that really, again, like speaks to a your relationship, um, but also like in mentoring relationships, it's great when it's like a two-way street. Like I think there's a lot that mentors can learn from the mentees that they're working with and mentees can learn from the mentors. So it's really awesome that you guys were able to kind of find that synergistic relationship and you were able to kind of give, you know, your perspective about distance programs and she was able to help you through um, your application process. I think that is just like the perfect example of how a good mentoring relationship works. So that's, yeah, very awesome. One of the things that we have been consistent about is just being honest and authentic with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, If for some reason I'm busier than normal, I I let her know, hey, I can't make it. Um, Can we reschedule? And she's the same way. She'll tell me, hey, something came up. Let's reschedule. Mm -hmm. So it's just been very just, we were both very thankful for the other person's time and respectful about it. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, so I guess what's next for your relationship? Do you Have you guys had a conversation about, like, how do things continue? Or is it going to still be monthly, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> oh, no, I don't mind at all. Um, she actually, this was a conversation in the beginning. I asked her, mm. oh, when it ends, when the program is done, because it's only for a year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I asked her, like, would you mind being my mentor still? Yeah. And she said, yeah, no, that." I, I would be your mentor, you know, when, whenever you need me. <laughs> Perfect. So she's just been very open and, and just just there for encouragement and support throughout the whole thing. Yeah, that's amazing. So in your opinion, what are ways um, to be a good mentee and to get the most out of a mentoring relationship, um, especially for those that are maybe a part of the Diversified Dietetics community who are curious about the mentor program, who maybe want to give it another go, who are, you know, new to it and, altogether so what are good what are ways to be a good mentee and to get the most out of the relationship I think first and foremost is staying organized with your calendar I have really tried to make this mentorship easier for her in terms of making the appointments and following up and staying on top of communication it's important to understand that your mentor is committing their precious time to you Mm. so be prepared and engage in each and every meeting um, so before I even come to meet with her, I, I write down a list of things that I want to talk to her about and speak to her about, and I'm just flexible around her time and availability as well. Um, I know that she's also a mom, and she's also she's a professional, and you know we we have a lot of things in common, so I understand and respect that for her. Another thing is to keep everything professional and mm-hmm. always respond to emails, even if it's just to say, okay, I got it, I understand so that she knows or they know you are on the same page. Yeah, I think a lot of times, I don't know if it's just me, but 
even if I'm, I'm just responding to something, I want them to know, okay, I got it. Like, I just, <laughs> I feel weird not just saying, okay, <laughs> so that they know that I, I understand that I got the email and I read it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I have that same struggle sometimes. And I'm like, is this a weird email if I just send a, like, a, okay? Or is it maybe what they need to know that I actually like know what they're saying? So I definitely yeah. identify with that. So on the flip side, um, as someone who interacted with a mentor and who I hope and I assume will make a great mentor in the future, what do you think it takes to be a good mentor? I think commitment to it. She has definitely been super committed to this mentorship process and just I don't know I feel like she just has a passion for helping others and a heart for it so I think commitment and um, encouragement understanding and just openness to be able to meet your mentee wherever they're at and not have so much I want to say high expectations because sometimes life happens Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so she was really understanding when I told her hey I had I'm experiencing grief right now mm-hmm. I'm not able to meet those goals that we made for myself right I need to be able to process and still you know function with school and and this application and she was just super understanding and open to being like okay well we can put that on next semester's goal yeah and she's just been there to just kind of guide me and um just encourage me but not really like this is what you have to do. If you didn't do it, then I don't want to be a mentor. <laughs> right. It was, it's never been like that. It's always just been just very positive and encouraging. Yeah, that's a really great tip. And I think, I mean, in, in the experience of being a mentor, but also mentoring, like you learn so much about yourself, about like your leadership style, about your communication style, about, yeah, so many different things. And it seems like it's in a much like less formal setting, which can be a really good growing opportunity um, and you're contributing to like the, our future in, in dietetics. So I think it's amazing. I'm so glad that um, I paired you guys up together. Um, the yeah, process was, I mean, a, a pretty interesting process because we had around 70 different interested mentors. I'm sorry, mentees. And then um, about the same amount of mentors. And so, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you both were able to kind of flesh out that application process and tell say what you were looking for and kind of where you were Um, because I think hearing those unique things is what made me want to pair you two together just again knowing um, that you had some similarities as far as just your personal life but as well as like knowing that she was advising and you were kind of in a transition period I'm glad it worked out as well as it did it did it really I'm I'm so glad I'm so appreciative of it because we just have so much more in common other than just me wanting to be in the dietetics profession Mm -hmm. and her being in it um she's also a mom to the same about the same age children yeah cute so we are able to just kind of connect in other different levels of it and then as a student of color did you feel like you know having a, a mentor who wasn't a person of color was um was something that you I guess were kind of ambivalent about or how did that affect your relationship if it did at all um, I, I definitely thought about it in the beginning before I met her, mm-hmm. but as, like I said, as soon as we got to talking, everything was so natural, and she actually brought it up. She was like, as, as a student of color, you know, there are so many barriers that you have to break through, and I just appreciate that from her because she understands and recognizes it and and wants and in, wants to support me and encourage me to to be successful and to just root for me. Yeah. So... 
to close out, any other thoughts that you want to leave us with or for, for the future mentor and mentees um, that are listening or current ones? Yeah, so I just, I want to say that I am so grateful for the opportunity to be a part of Diversified Dietetics and the mentor program. I am so proud of this organization and everything that it stands for. And for other students like myself who are still training to be professionals, I encourage you to reach out and join the mentor program if you haven't already. Um, Not only have I gained a mentorship from this program, but I have also gained a community that recognizes the barriers that students of colors have to face, and that in itself is everything. It means a lot that there are other dietetic professionals out there rooting for us. So the time and commitment that my mentor has given me has been so influential in my academic career, and I know other students out there would greatly benefit as well. Thank you for your time today, Deanna. Thank you for having me on here. Of course. No, thank you so much. We're so appreciative to you for participating in the program and for kind of trusting us in this pilot year and like just can't wait to see all the amazing things that you do in the future. So thank you so much, Dara. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. So what's next for the Diversified Dietetics Mentor Program? Honestly, right now we're still in the information gathering stage, trying to learn as many lessons as we can from this past year. So if you have input and you participated in our program, please go to our website under the mentor program and fill out an evaluation. One of the ideas is to make it a little bit more high touch. So reducing the number of matches that we have so that we're able to be a little bit more hands-on and ensure that those that are involved get the most out of the program. There's also mentoring programs that are offered by organizations like Nobadan and the Academy that have great opportunities for you to get matched with a mentor or a mentee, depending on what perspective you're coming from. So definitely lean into those options if you're looking for something immediately. But we're excited to be revamping and um, definitely want to open up to our community for feedback if you've participated in a mentor program or if you just have thoughts on what you think would be successful we have a feedback form on our website under mentor program as well it's linked in the show notes so if you didn't participate in the mentor program but you have feedback that you want to give please give it there and stay tuned Thanks for listening to Feed Me the Facts. You can find past episodes and this episode on our website, www.diversifydietetics.org, as well as on the Apple Podcast app. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate, and leave a review. Last but not least, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Diversify Dietetics.